BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony DeLisandro. Billie's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like da 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 you know what i'm saying like it could have been like easier and a lot of people have asked me like how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple and what else was it gonna like that's what the song wanted thanks for listening to this episode of the crew call podcast on deadline there's plenty to celebrate in march and Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. For a lot of people, you know, why are you waiting? You know what you want to do. This is something you want to do. Get up your butt and do it. I'm a hustler, side, side hustler. Do it. I'm a hustler, side, side hustler. Do it. I'm a hustler, side, side hustler. the side hustlers podcast with carla marie yes this is carla marie and this is my side hustlers podcast and that guy that was doing that awesome intro he put that whole thing together that is my friend ronnie he was on uh, one of my episodes of side hustlers and i talked about this last week but he has since moved away from elvis Duran in the morning show and moved to washington dc to work for npr and i've been following him on instagram and seeing his new life and it's so cool you can check him out at bald freak music to find him and i'm really a fan of doing these weekly updates with everyone and it's crazy that there's actually something to talk about every week especially after last week i had all these updates from awesome side hustlers, but the latest is super cool. So Valley and Rose flower truck. I told you she gave her two weeks at her job so she can flower truck it every day. Well, she teamed up with Chalk Boss. We had Katie on. Chalk Boss did the side of the flower truck. It looks incredible. You can check it out on Instagram at Valley and Rose flower truck or at Chalk Boss. So freaking cool. I, no joke, teared up when I saw their collaboration. And uh, I'll talk about this a little later, but coming soon, I'm going to do a meetup with a bunch of these badass people. And I can't wait to share more about that. But I also told you that last weekend I was doing a photo shoot with Andrea Michelle. Now she was on the podcast. Her Instagram is at Andrea Michelle Photo. So we did our photo shoot and it was awesome. 
but she also did a photo shoot with Andrew Coleman Smith, who was also on this podcast. So many things going on. This is so freaking cool to me how everyone is linking up. But she did a photo shoot with him because Andrew, who was uh, who is a YouTuber and has a YouTube series, just launched his own line of merch. I've got one of the shirts. It says Fat Tuesday because that is the name of his series. It's so cool to see this to see people grow and even people who have already stepped out of their comfort zone doing it even more so go check him out on instagram it's at andrew cole smith okay so today i am joined by matt oliva so hi matt first of all good morning how are you you doing good morning (laughs) so we've known each other for quote unquote known each other for uh, what is it now probably eight seven years maybe yeah pretty much but this is our first time at least face-to-face facetime anyway but we've talked on the phone because you used to call in to elvis's show or you would message on facebook or instagram and i would get you on the air when i was answering the phones for the show so we've known each other for years at this point and when you reached out i was like oh my god yeah this is so cool we can actually have a conversation and i would love to hear about your side hustle because yours is so different than everyone so far. I'm also excited to have another guy on because the ladies have been kicking ass. I just want to say yeah. they've been showing up. So you're here to represent the guys and their side hustles. Um, so your side hustle is called Seed Technologies. And I had to kind of have you explain it to me twice because the first time I was like, wait, what? Explain this. I didn't even know this existed. So briefly, and we're going to get into it more, I want you to explain to everyone listening what exactly Seed Technologies is. So, again, thanks for having me. Of this course. Is awesome. Great opportunity. <laughs> what we do, we do a lot. Uh, like I said, we've grown since we first started. Uh, we started off as tech support for local businesses in the area, uh, training people, like just helping everyday people, like a grandma with an iPhone, mm-hmm. and just helping her get used to it. But today we're doing a lot more. We're helping businesses get off the ground, we're helping them get online start e-commerce it's it's pretty insane i i didn't think we would get to this point and we're only in year two wow so uh we're a tech consulting company to make it brief so you right now i'm looking where you're are you at home in your room right now talking to me yes is that also your office yes it is okay love it so let's go back because I think everyone is going to find what you do very, very interesting. And like I said, I'm so intrigued by the fact that this is even a thing and I love it so much. And there's like a philanthropic side of what you do that I love even more. But this was a side hustle. So let's go back to when this first started or when the idea started. What was your regular nine to five at the time? When this first started, I was working at Verizon when I got the first idea. I was teaching people. And I was helping people on the side. They would just come up to me. Hey, can you teach me how to do this? Can you help me? I want to take you home was the most (laughs) thing I was told often. Then I started to work at Apple off of a bet. And I got that bet and I got there. Time out. What do you mean off of a bet? (laughs) Let's talk about off of a bet. What does that mean? So it was just a coworker, and somebody was just saying, I bet you can't work at Apple. Like, I bet you wouldn't get the job. And it took a long time. It took 12 interviews and two years to get there. Uh, Just a lot of pushing forward and not giving up with that job. So was your, you know, with the bet you were going to, oh, I got offered a job at Apple and then not take it? Or were you actually going to get offered the job and your goal was to take this job? My goal was to take that job. Okay. And you did. So, (laughs) yes, it was always a dream to see if I could get in there. I tried working there when I was what? 13. Wow. And obviously I was way too young. So I came back at 16. Still wouldn't let me in. 
Um, so I finally got it. I think I was 1920 at the time. I could be a little wrong on that. Uh, it was a while ago, but I was working there and people just, again, wow, you really know your stuff. This is great. Uh, reaching out to me on the side and then I lost my job at Apple. Ugh. So I figured I'm just going to do this and figure it out on my own. Okay. So you bring up a few things. One is that a lot of people talk about, I lost my job. Then I started my side hustle. Do you think there's something to be said for losing a job and kicking it off? Or do you wish that you started before you lost the job? I kind of started before I lost okay. the job, but it was just more of a pipe dream. And I was just doing random things. I probably started this maybe six times before something caught. Okay. So, uh, yeah, I wish I started it more aggressively before. Okay. But I'm glad when I lost it, it kicked me off. All right. So good to know. So anyone who's working right now thinking, I want to start it, I want to start it, just do it. I guess that is like the best advice everyone has given us is as simple as it is, is just do it. But you talked about how you went through 12 interviews. Were those 12 failed interviews or, okay, now here's the next round. And how did that go? It was, here's the next round, fail. Here's the next round, fail, back and forth. And then just a long period of nothing. Wow. So uh, I eventually got fed up and I walked into the store and I just said, can I please speak to a manager? (gasps) Like, I just want to know, am I going to get hired? Am I not? Am I in the middle of something? Uh, And he came out and told me, I've never seen you before. I've never heard of your name, nothing. But he was three months in new. Okay. So he said, I appreciate how aggressive you are. (laughs) So I'm going to give you a shot. That could have gone Uh, either way, though. That could have been like mall security taking you out. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't (laughs) jumping in there demanding to speak to somebody, but I got lucky. Okay. uh, Because typically they don't even do that for anybody. But I got through and I got an interview from two other managers on the spot. And then he came back and he said, you know what? Uh, I really like you. We talked a little longer. He said, I'm going to give you a shot here. Uh, You have one more interview. Just show up. And you got the job. Yeah. So you were hired as what? They called it an FRS or a family room specialist. So my job was uh, anything related to iPhones at the time. And this was like iPhone 4, iPhone 3 still. Wow, so Um, vintage. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Nowadays. Any iPods, any iPads when they first came out. So like the family room. So families. My other job was fixing them, training people on how to use them. And group classes, which was really cool. So it was a really cool experience to get hands-on with people and right in the face-to-face. And they were all happy to see me. What, that um, was the first. What Apple did you work at? Uh, it was in Rockaway, New Jersey. Cool. At the mall or is it – I'm just curious yeah, if anyone's listening if they – said oh my god i've been to that one it's really cool oh, maybe yeah. you helped them so the apple in rockaway new jersey and where are you right now by the way i didn't even say where do you live where do you come from i'm in hopacon sweet in new jersey coast to yeah. coast right now i love it and yep. you mentioned that you were 19 when you got hired at apple how old are you now i am 30 you just turned yeah that's right we're the same age just that's right 30 yep. is pretty awesome right i told you it wasn't gonna be that yeah. bad yeah, I'm, it, I'm, I've been looking at it more of, uh, all right, I think I got my shit together. Let's try it again this decade. <laughs> exactly. That is exactly yep. how I've been looking at it, too. Okay, so Seed Technologies. First of all, what is the name and where does the name come from? Like I said, we tried a few times with other names. One of the names that was going to stick was Core. And the whole idea was we're going to teach you from the core, from the inside out. Okay. And then it just wasn't sticking. 
So a friend of mine, uh, Joe, and I were actually driving down the road just talking about it. And he said, how about seed? Because you can plant a seed, teach somebody, and it'll grow. I said, you know what? I kind of like that yeah. idea. Let's go with it. That's pretty legit. Yeah. Good idea. Yeah. So you do have people working for you now. So a lot of the side hustlers I talk to, it's just them doing all of it. Was it ever just you really hustling, trying oh, to do yeah. this? Yeah, for the first uh, maybe, well, the whole time until last year, actually. It was all just me. Wow. And then yeah. how did you get this collection of people? Because there's six of you totaled now? There is five <laughs> you right had a, You're not sure. You had to look down. There's so many of yeah. you. <laughs> yeah. Um, my first person that came on board with me, and I've had other people on board on and off, but like, you know, people that are just coming in, contracting, right. just looking for some side cash. Whatever I can help a friend with, of course. But uh, the one that got into it with me uh, is Sam Suenos. He was my ex-bandmate okay. uh, back right after high school. So we worked really well together in a band. That If you right. can do that, you can get through anything. Exactly. So when you say you, you told me you've got people from coast to coast, New, New Jersey and California working, how do you guys get yourselves out there to say, hey, we do this, we'll come to your home or we'll help your business or we'll teach you technology. How do you tell people that? Because the whole idea of, hey, I'm going to come over and teach you technology kind of sounds creepy. Yeah, no, it can. <laughs> it's, uh, it's inviting a stranger into your house, right. essentially. But the nice thing about it is from from working at those retail jobs, so many people coming out, like I said before, they keep inviting me into their mm -hmm. home mm -hmm. because it's convenience. So when you can make somebody feel comfortable and get into their home, they feel great about that. But for right now, it's been word of mouth until the past year. We've been using social media to get out there more. Um, but even word of mouth between my teammates, uh, just spreading the word on the other coast. Uh, and it's been kind of crazy, the opportunities we've been handed so far. Well, one of the first things I said to you when you explained to me what you do in an email was, oh, my God, can I send you to my parents? Because yep. so many of us get so unbelievably frustrated trying to help our parents. And maybe it's because we're not getting paid to do it. <laughs> but but we do get very frustrated with it's everything from the remote to trying to teach them that they need to remember their Apple ID because it's just torture trying yes. to get back in. So what is that? I'm assuming you do work with some older people and obviously younger people too, but what is mm -hmm. some of the simplest things you've had to help people with? Uh, well, first, my parents are the same. <laughs> I have no patience with them, <laughs> but anybody else, I'm like a godsend. Okay, same. The most basic, turning a phone on, <laughs> answering a phone call, turning a printer on, okay, okay, like printer. resetting something. Okay, printers are actually it's, like kind of hard to use sometimes. They're just a pain in the ass yes. a lot. Yes. Okay, I'll I give will... you that. And <laughs> scanners. And God, why do we even have these things anymore? I feel like there should be something better. So yeah, I use my phone for scanning. It's yeah. much easier. Like it's in the times. Do you have what app do you use? Um, for scanning. Yeah. It's built into my phone, actually, into the what? iPhone notes. Like you just go into there and hit scan document. Oh, see, I use Cam Scanner. Now I'm learning something different. Thank God. And I I've used that. Okay, good. I'm loving this. I'm actually learning things in this podcast, too. Can you please come teach me? Apparently, there's things about my iPhone that I don't even know. That's uh, that's my niche. My The iPhone and Mac are, like, my top thing that I know. So you said something to me when I told oh, yeah. you we were going to FaceTime. You said I'm using a beta version of whatever. It may not be able to work. Is that 
like, why do you even, what do you do? You test things beforehand? How does all of that work? Yeah, I've been doing this ever since they gave me the opportunity. And you have to be a developer. I'm not. But uh, you can download the test software that's coming out in the fall. Uh, now they have a public beta, so anybody can do it. Right. But uh, the whole point of it is so I can learn all the new features in the summer before it comes out in the fall. So I have a step ahead of the game. So, so if something breaks, I already know how to fix it. Right. So when we're all, or when we're all freaking out, like, how do I do this? How do I do that? You know the answer to that question. Yeah, because it happens with every big update. Something big changed or something new or how do I do this? So you talked about going to people's homes and helping them one-on-one, which is awesome because learning new technology can be very frustrating no matter how old you are. But something you brought up is how mom-and-pop shops in places like New Jersey and not big cities like New York or Seattle are losing businesses because they're not adapting to technology. And one of the things you brought up is Square. And Square is this, I guess, little contraption that can attach to your iPhone or iPad. And it's what helps smaller businesses swipe your credit card. You know, it's not like when you're going to a big Walmart or Target, obviously they have a big built-in system, but these smaller stores don't have that. And you said small businesses are actually losing business because of this. Yes. So Yeah, and I'm seeing it more and more pop up. Uh, I think I told you a story the first time I saw it. I was out in some college. I can't even remember where it was, someplace in PA. Okay. And uh, it was like after everybody goes out, so it's one in the morning, and there's this girl on the sidewalk selling hot dogs uh, using a square reader. No. So it's just her and a guy and hot dogs. And I was like, more people should do this. Why don't people do this? Yeah. Because she's making bank from drunk people that late at night on a corner by a bar from an app. Genius. And that's amazing. So, yeah, more people should, uh, you know, take to this. So I'm trying to help mom and pop sub places like delis, pizzerias. Uh, It's getting pretty cool. But in our area especially – Not very popular yet. But like in Seattle, no matter where I go, that is literally how I pay for everything. You you see them just boop on the little iPad or even some department stores now. I'm assuming it's probably not Square. It's probably their their own thing, but they can swipe or check you out from literally the middle of the store in between clothing racks using a phone. It's crazy. So these these small businesses, though, who aren't adapting, you said it's kind of like killing them because they're not adapting to technology. So do you go into a store and say, hey, I can help you? Like, how do you approach someone like that? It's always weird approaching somebody, especially in the older generation, because their mind is, if it's not broken, I don't need to fix it. They don't know it's broken, uh, though. Right, exactly. And it's, I tell them, I try to make them understand it's revenue that you're missing out on. It's just more customers. Why wouldn't you want more business? Like uh, kids our age and younger are paying with their phones, their watches, mm-hmm. they're paying with apps. If, if you can't accept that currency, yeah. you're just going to miss out. I don't, I don't know about you, but I don't carry that much cash no, throughout the day. I don't. So no. Are these small businesses not accepting credit cards at all, or are they just not using a newer system? Not using a newer system. Uh, They're using old credit card transactions, and a lot of them are stuck in contracts. So it's hard to even get them to want to talk out of it. So if someone, say, lives in Kansas right now, and they're listening to this, and they've got a small business, and they want you to help them, can you help them without physically being there? To an extent. Uh, I fly out no matter what if I have to. What? Uh, Oh, yeah. If I have to, I'm going to show up. That's just the nature of the business, at least to start everything. But once we get everything started and hooked up, 
it can be remote 100% from there. And of course, if they want us to come out, we can, no big deal. But uh, we just did it for our client out in LA a couple months ago, just to help them get off the ground. I was out there for a week came back and we're good to go. And that's awesome. So if anyone wants to check you out, it's seedllc.net, right? Yes. Okay. So if you guys want to check out uh, Matt and and his, are they your coworkers and employees? What would you call them? More teammates. Teammates. uh, Fellow entrepreneurs. It's cool. So you, this started as your side hustle, but the other people working for you, this is still their side hustle and you're kind of just, this is all you're doing now, which is awesome. But what other things are those people doing that this is their side hustle? Uh, So I mentioned Sam, he's an actor on the side and that's his big dream, his big side hustle that he does. He's always running around. He's always on the road. Uh, But his main job is a financial analyst. (laughs) It's crazy. That's exactly that's his nine to five. And he, he traveled all around for it. But he makes time for everything, including my thing. And he is my He's my uh, director of operations. So like he runs, he's the numbers guy. He's all that. So he's got a lot on his plate and he manages it beautifully. And he wants to be an actor though. Yes. That's That's his main, that's his main goal. That is wild. And yeah, he's been in some big commercials and stuff like that and small indie films. So, and he also helps out one of our other team members uh, with their production company. Okay. So So then you've got someone who does this and has a production company. Yes. So her name is Teresa. She's also a producer. That's her nine to five. Um, And like I said, she owns her own production company and she does our research and like our presentations and puts all our info together for us. So like she's always running around as well. It's so crazy to think that you've your side hustle has turned into other people's side hustles and those people also have more side hustles. Yeah, it's we're a group of nonstop people. It's insane. Is there anyone else that's got a crazy? This is yeah. Um, There's more. Casey. (laughs) Yeah, Casey. He's our graphic designer. He uh, also does. I don't know what the right terminology for it, but he does graphic design and digital stuff, digital marketing. Digital stuff uh, is is actually the correct term for the rest (laughs) of the world other than digital people (laughs) that's that's a good point uh he does that for his nine to five he has his own clothing brand company that uh that's his main side hustle so he helps us out with like websites and graphic design and videos and photoshop and all that jazz do you know the do you know the name of his clothing company can we shout him out oh yeah stranded adventure company stranded adventure company all right i'm gonna actually have to Maybe we'll get him on the podcast. I love this. This is so fun. Yeah. Okay. Stranded Adventure Company. All right. So this is like a side hustler web that I'm now caught in. Let me go back a little bit. <laughs> now, you mentioned to me you had a brief uh, volunteering time in a hospital. How did that happen? Like, how did you get to the hospital to say, hey, I will teach everyone here how to use their phones or whatever you did? Like, what was the beginning step of that? Yeah. So uh, for a little bit after I quit my full-time job, uh, this obviously wasn't full, full notch yet. We weren't there yet. So I needed some other side money. So I was doing lift for a couple weeks just to get some cash in. And one of my last rides on one of my first days was this older gentleman, Jim, and he has cancer like crazy. And I feel terrible for the guy. And I was bringing him to a cancer treatment, a radiation wow. treatment in Morristown. And, uh, on the way there, he said, you know, I'm looking for somebody that I can trust that uh, is a good person that can just help me get back and forth and get some errands done. 
And I thought about it for a few days and uh, I found some time to do it. And uh, so I, I help him. So I've been going to the hospital often, like every day, this poor guy for about an hour and a half. Uh, so when I'm Still there, I'm just or the... not right now. Okay. He's, on, he's on like treatment break he, okay. until he goes back for uh, chemo. Wow. So soon I'll be back there. Wow. Um, so whenever I'm there, I'm just sitting there. And just listening in, and I hear a lot of the staff, most of them being volunteers themselves, struggling with their phone, and I, I just overhear them. So I just kindly interrupt and say, hey, you know, I can help you with that if you need. Like, I'm here. I'm not doing yeah. anything else. So uh, I'll sit down with them, and I'll just patiently go over it with them, and they love it. That's so, crazy. Uh, yeah. It's, uh, like I said, anybody that I can see struggling, I want to help them out. There's, I feel like I have so many things out of this story. Not only do you just overhear people complaining about technology, which I feel like you can literally go anywhere and hear that and you help them. But the fact yeah. that you started doing this for this guy, like you have no idea the impact I think that you've probably made on his life. No, I, they tell me every time and I'm every day and I'm just, eh, it's no big deal to me. It's a few hours. I, I don't mind at all. Yeah, but it's awesome. And especially for someone older who probably thinks our generation is a bunch of crap, you're you're yeah. doing good for the rest of us. So thank you. Yeah, anytime. <laughs> so what, um, I guess, are there specific businesses or types of businesses or people or stores that you've kind of helped launch or stories that you can tell us about what Seed Technologies has done that we can kind of share with everybody? So we have two clients that are like our, our big deal right now. We have okay. a big one in New Jersey. Uh, that's Eastside Bulk, their trucking and material company. Uh, we help them just start their entire office. We help the owner just get everything set up, all of his backend stuff, went in, installed the servers, set up all the computers, helped the people use the materials and stuff. We actually did a photo shoot of his materials specifically for him. Now, when you say his so materials, like, we, like trucking things? It's, uh, yeah, like okay. uh, designer rocks and sand and stuff like that. Okay. But we wanted to make sure that his stuff looked grade A. So you built his website. Find pictures of it. Too. Yes, 100%. Wow. Okay. So you literally went in there and basically made, obviously this person has their business, this company has their business, but if you didn't go in there and do all the things you did, no one would know it existed in this world that we live in now. Yes. Wow. Yeah, which is pretty crazy when you put it like that. Yeah, yeah, it's true. I mean, that and on top of the whole, there's all these systems that go on in the background of every business that we don't even think about. It just happens. Oh, I swipe my credit card or this computer pops up or this is how I search for books in Barnes & Noble at the store if you happen to be still buying books in the store. You don't realize that there's this whole system that a human probably set up, and that's what Seed Technologies does. So. You basically started this person's entire trucking company. Well, I mean, yeah. he started it. Yeah, I, I found him. <laughs> actually, he found me years ago when I was just putting ads on Facebook. Hey, I can fix your computer stuff. And he reached out to me. So I fixed his computer years ago. And he said, hey, I'm running a bit or I'm starting a business. Can you help me out? And just went from there. So, again, just helping somebody in need. It's turned crazy. into that opportunity. It's amazing. So what other, because I was on your website, actually, seedllc.net, and I saw that you had a little feature for them, which was pretty cool. But what other uh, big clients have you launched or are you working with now? Another one is called ASP and Company. So they do home decor, handmade home decor, handmade pillows, scarves. They also make 
candles, like just out of natural material. <laughs> Hold on, it's I'm just laughing cool. at the fact that you <laughs> went from trucking company to handmade pillows and candles. I love this. Yeah, we help anybody. So like, no dream too is too small. Yeah, for anybody. And like, if you have an idea, we can make it work. This is so cool, which is super helpful because the people that listen to this podcast are often people that want to start a side hustle. Or I've got a ton of people that I've talked to in this podcast that would probably love to go to you for help with their their own business. We're gonna need you to come out to Seattle because a lot of them are out here. We'll just have you do like a full week of launching businesses. <laughs> I can do that. All right, sweet. <laughs> no um, problem. So what was the name of that company? The home ASP and company. ASP. Asp and company. Asp and company. Is how it's pronounced. Okay. That's awesome. So yeah, they uh it's four women that own this company. One of them is the daughter of Sydney Poitier. Anika is the one that we work with. It's his daughter. And she's the name and the face behind this company. Okay. So it's pretty insane because i I was telling you before never just it never struck to me and he's a famous like, actor yeah he's he's the first black actor to win an academy award that i was like, like i know the name this year and i feel like it was a lot a lot of the award shows this year we kept hearing that um how did you realize it was his daughter my business partner told me like we were just <laughs> we were having a meeting the other night and it just came up and i was like wait what i i kind of knew but it never clicked yeah so it was just insane, like helping somebody that big and we're this small, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like just a kid out of Hopakon <laughs> in New Jersey and they're, we're helping them. That's mind blowing to me. Yeah, it's cool. It's cool. And you don't, you've obviously started something that people need, which is something when people are listening to this podcast and they have all these thoughts and ideas, a lot of times they think, well, what do people need? And that's where you find your niche and you run with it. And if it's something you actually care about and you're passionate about, that's a win-win because it's going to be awesome. Yeah, and people, definitely. People need this. I mean, look at how fast technology changes and, and how fast it's kind of smacked us in the face. If you don't keep up, you're just going to get knocked over and the rest of the world is going to keep going without you. Yep. Seed Technologies is something that I think a lot of us may not realize we need, or a lot of these companies may think, oh, I can do it on my own. I'm not dumb. It doesn't mean you're dumb, but there's a hell of a lot of information out there that we don't know about as normal people and you smart people <laughs> can help us with it. Yeah, exactly. That's uh, that's what I like to tell people a lot. There's no dumb question. Just you don't know the answer and that's okay. Somebody has to know it. So why struggle yourself? Yeah. When you have somebody that's patient and kind that can help you. <laughs> yeah, because it's not me. So that's why I'm glad you're here to do that. <laughs> Where do you see seed technologies going? Like, what is the future? Do you have an idea? Or you're just, you know what, I want to keep picking up more clients? Or do you want to one day have a storefront where people get to come in with their phones and say, help me, I need help. Like, what is the plan? You know, I keep thinking about it. And it's a daydream at the same time mm-hmm. because it's still so surreal that I'm here doing this. Like, I just mind blowing. So I joke with my partner all the time, you know, we're going to have, we're going to have an office out on the beach over there. And then we're going to have a big corporate office over here. And like, we're going to have a store over there. So it's, it's still a mixed dream right now. I'm just going with the flow, whatever, whatever happens, happens. Cause again, last year I had one idea for where this was going to go and the people that came on board, shifted it in a great way and now we're doing some incredible things that i i didn't even think were possible from me so uh 
I don't know how to answer that, it's to okay. be honest. No, that's fine. <laughs> and listen, when you're the next Jeff Bezos, though, don't forget about me. You know, the first person who got you on the radio when you called in, that would be me, okay? Yeah, so don't forget. you don't have to worry about that. <laughs> be... one of those life-shaming moments. <laughs> I will be knocking on your door like, uh, Matt, do you remember me? <laughs> if I can even get to your <laughs> gate, because you're totally going to be like Jeff Bezos. Um, yeah. So one thing I like to ask everyone is, and I guess your situation is, is crazy because you've kind of been in the world of technology. A lot of people that I talk to are you doing a nine to five. That's completely different. And they're like, I'm getting the hell out of here and I'm starting a flower truck or whatever it is who I've talked to. Has there ever been anyone in your life that's like, Matt, you're dumb. You can't start your own company to help people. Yeah, plenty. I, I hear it even even to today. People that are just telling me. It's never going to work. Like, you're not going to get that far. Who are these people is my question every time. Like, who are you to crap on somebody's dream? Terrible people. That's (laughs) who they are. Like, I I don't need to hear that. No. I'm not trying to do it to impress anybody. This is what I want to do because I love doing it. And if you're not doing something that you love, what's the point? It sounds like these are probably Jersey people. Yeah, a lot of them are. (laughs) You would know. You know the attitude. It's true. And I don't know what it is. And this is going to get a little bit away from... Um, side hustlers for a second, but moving out to the West Coast has been refreshing in that sense of you could say, oh, everybody's happy all the time. It's not that. Something about New York and New Jersey is so cutthroat that if you're not doing it, then it's stupid and you need to bring it down. We're out here. It's, oh, my God, that's so cool. I want to help you. I want to support you. Oh, you're not living in your parents' basement. That's cool because in New Jersey, it is so our parents are so like, we don't want you to grow. We don't want you to leave. And I actually read this in, uh, I think it's You're a Badass with Jen Sincero. She talks about Italian mothers and how it's like this Italian mother syndrome. And the mom doesn't want you to leave. So they kind of bring you down and make sure you stay in their little bubble and not and not grow up. And that's literally all of New Jersey. And no offense yes. to ever, anyone from New Jersey listening. If I offended you, I'm not sorry. It's the truth. But I'll be all right. But it's so crazy. Why? And I've noticed that most of the side hustles I've seen are not all East Coast people. It's a lot of West Coast and other cities because these people have passions and they're not afraid to follow it because they don't have people around them beating them down. So congrats to you on doing it with all those people around you. Yeah, thank you, because it is uh, quite annoying, to be honest, to hear it over and over. But it's very pleasing to be successful where I am today and just be like, eh, it doesn't matter what you say. Like, I really don't care. I don't have time anymore. It's true. It makes success that much sweeter that you can be like, oh, remember when you said this wasn't going to work? Look what I just did. Shut your mouth. (laughs) Yep. And I always say it's so cheesy, but let your haters be your motivators. Keep doing it because at the end of the day, they're going to be the ones miserable, stuck in some job that they hate because they were too scared to do it. And that's not you exactly, or your, no. your teammates, because that's awesome. Um, I feel like this question is going to be a little different for you than anyone else, but what apps do you use that kind of help out with your job? And I always say, other than Instagram, I feel like Instagram is not really anything that... No, everybody no? uses Instagram. Yeah. Like, that's just... And you know, it's so hard for me to use Instagram because I don't have, like, flashy things, so I have to talk about it, which is fine, but cutting Instagram out a life changer for me has been slack because I have to work with my teammates okay slack is like a dream come true because I hate email like I'll do it but I try to make it like important like I'm actually writing a letter to somebody (laughs) slack is like aim in today's future yeah it's kind of like taking group messaging 
group texting and emails and making it simpler, but taking the t- the text side away from it and making it a little more formal, I guess. Yeah. I, I have Slack. I have no reason to use it in the world that I'm in, which sucks because everyone always, all my friends who are work for big companies or small companies say, oh, I love Slack. And I'm like, I want to play. I want to use Slack too. I might it's start, awesome. I might start Slack for everyone who has been on this podcast. Just to, that would be a good idea because okay. then you have everybody working together and like everybody that's been on here so far are incredible people because they've been going nuts to do whatever they want to do and they're not letting anybody stop them. That's a good group of people to be in. It's true. And side note and a little, I guess, foreshadowing, I am kind of building a group and you'll be finding out about it soon. We're going to try to do meetups, although you live on the other side of the country. I will try to put them all over. But seriously, it's true. And I guess we can start it with something like Slack. That would be awesome. And then when I need to build a website or a company, I'm just going to go to you and be like, help, how do I get all these people to talk to each other? <laughs> Thanks, Matt. Easy. <laughs> Very much. Um, are there any other apps you use? Because I feel like you probably have about 50 of them that you could tell us. Uh, another one that I use, if you use Gmail, which everybody does pretty mm-hmm. much, um, we use their G Suite, which is fantastic. Uh, G Suite is the... It's really how me and my team gets to work together because it's all in the cloud. It's like our file storage. We have our presentations, our documents. We have a meeting uh, tool, which is great. And it looks super professional because we can dial in with like, like you can call me from the phone and get into this nice meeting. It's so cool. it's, it's very helpful for us being so far away to use that. Uh, and one more is Inbox by Gmail, which is why I brought them up. Inbox is like the best way to look at your email because I don't know about you. I get a lot of emails and I'm sure you do too. Yeah. Inbox makes it so organized and lets you kind of like say, all right, I'm done with these. So I don't have to have a bajillion emails in my inbox or if something comes up, you can snooze it. So if I don't have time to deal with it right now, bring it back to me next Monday after the weekend. Okay. So you use the Gmail app rather than the regular, say, Safari email app. I use, I don't even use Gmail. Not it's so called Inbox. Oh, by it's called itself. Inbox. So it's not, Yeah. but is it a Gmail app? Is it a Google app? Yes. So, and it takes all your emails. So even if I have like an Outlook uh, email address from iHeartRadio, I can put it in there? It should work. Oh. Don't quote me on oh. that one. Hey, you're supposed to know. <laughs> That's one of the few that I don't. I think it only works with Gmail, to be honest. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. But that's cool. All right. So Inbox, G Suite, and Slack. Yes. Those are my my top three because without them, I'd be dead. Wow. All right. Good to know. (laughs) Good to know. So I do have a question, though. What is your day-to-day like? I mean, it's got to be different every single day for you. Yeah. there's. um, It's funny that you asked that because uh, I was listening to one of your podcasts with Fred the Mailman, (laughs) and I was listening to him talk about some days he's playing Xbox and other days he's just like fried and he just has to get away for a few days. And that's me often, too, because I can't stay 100% motivated all the time. And if you can, you're a superhuman. It's very rare, Uh, though. Yeah, because it's my brain, especially looking at a computer all day, gets fried pretty quickly. So I try to get out, just walk around, get my head into a video game to get out of the my mind. So every day is different. And I have a new puppy, so that (gasps) makes it even more challenging. Oh, what's puppy's name? Jonah. Jonah. He's adorable. He's upstairs right now because I know he'll be too loud. <laughs> but it's, uh, no, I wake up about 5.30, 6 o'clock, just get my day started, just 
get organized before anybody else wakes up. But I'll go sometimes until 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock, just whatever it calls for. Some days it's really early and it's very nice, but other days I'm, I'm super busy and I'm barely sleeping. That's so, a side yeah, hustle it's, life. Yeah, or own, exactly. Your own business life, own business really, life. is yep. what it is at this point. Um, when you were, when did you officially make seed technologies? seed technologies like when was that okay this is now the company in 2017 in february i was working my nine to five still wow. and i had to go out to california for a job with them i had to go for some new office or something i can't even remember uh and that's where my now partner lives uh he lived in la i was 40 minutes out and i stayed the weekend and when i stayed the weekend with him I wouldn't shut up about this company. And I said, look, man, I know we can do this together and I'm not going to leave you alone until you give me like a positive answer. He's like, all right, I'll think about it. I'll think about it. I'll think about it. Okay. And I just wouldn't let it go. When I got home, you're very persistent. I called them and I, I, I am very persistent. The 12 I don't interviews. Anything, the, really. Yeah, I see that. <laughs> yeah. No, I try not to let anything get me down. <laughs> so, I love uh, this. When I got back, I gave him a call and I said, so what do you think? It's only been a day. What do you think? And he's like, I, you know what? I think I'm going to do it with you. And then a couple weeks later, I was talking to my friend's mom, who's an accountant, and we were getting all the paperwork together. And I called him on conference call blindly with her on there. And I said, so I got the accountant on the phone. Are we going to do this? And he's like, all right, let's do it. I love this so, pressuring Mark, people. This is how you've you've succeeded. <laughs> if if you don't ask, it's never going to happen. And, and if you give up, it's never going to happen. You're right. You're so right. So it ha it hasn't so, even been two years, really officially. I guess it hasn't even been two years. March twenty eighth, twenty seventeen was the day that we went live. That's cool. Look at that, and you're crushing it. It's mm -hmm. it's been really cool. I mean, I've I guess now I've known you since I was what twenty. Guess twenty. We were both twenty two years old. It was literally when I first started at Elvis. I guess I probably yeah. quote unquote met you and Fred the Mailman at around the same time because of social media, because of technology, and here we are now. It's really cool that I don't know, like stepping back for a moment, full circle, not even full circle, just the fact of where my job has taken me with radio, and I've got to meet strangers who have become friends because of the internet and i've got to see them grow from not even meeting them and seeing what you've done it's been super cool so thanks for i guess sharing that with me and uh, without realizing you're doing it but thank you it's been awesome oh yeah no definitely and same here like watching you grow and where you got to today like you mentioned in it in your first intro uh for this podcast like i don't know if i have a pot or a side hustle you definitely have like a bunch of side hustles <laughs> and I don't think you realize it because you've been crushing it ever since you got there. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate that. I, I really, really do. And it's been awesome talking to you. And I have a, a very good feeling, Matt, that we are going to work together on. I'm going to be hiring you at some point to, to help me out with something. And I can't wait. Maybe it'll be like a, my first official, official side hustle. You're going to have to help me get it off the ground. <laughs> I'll be here to help. And it's going to be like a puppy store with ice cream. And that's what it's going to be. <laughs> Come get ice cream and play with puppies. That is my, my dream. <laughs> that would be a great thing to build. I would be totally for that. So if people want to find you, it's uh, seedllc.net. And is there any social that they can find you guys on too? Yeah. Um, Facebook is our main one. Uh, Messenger has been a hit for us. So cool. you can message us on Facebook. 
at Seed Tech Help. One word. Seed Tech. And Seed is S-E-E-D. In case for at any point you weren't sure what the hell we were saying, that's what it yes. is. <laughs> so, Matt, thank you so much. I appreciate you sharing your badassness with us and, and teaching us a whole new world that I don't think a lot of us knew existed. So, thank you. No, thank you for having me. This has been a blast. Okay, right now it's just me. Ditched Matt. This is after the podcast has been recorded. I'm about to post it, but he did send me a text saying he wishes he mentioned something in the podcast. So, I figured I'd add it in. This is a story directly from Matt. One of my best training experiences was teaching a woman who was deaf how to use iMovie. I don't know sign language, but using FaceTime on an iPad and headphones, I was able to talk with a sign language translator while she was able to understand my instructions from looking at the iPad. It was awesome to be able to help someone understand a complex program to unlock this creative drive no differently than anyone else. I'm actually really excited he shared that story. So, Matt, thank you very much for texting me that. And again, you can always tweet me, Instagram, Facebook, all of it. Get at me if you have any questions about Side Hustlers. It's at the Carla Marie. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell, host of Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.